0: Half past 12, Manchester United against Arsenal today, stood outside the Bishop Blaze, pretty overcast day, I'm buzzing actually, big game, this podcast is brought to an association with Betfred, Fred, Fred Doan, there's a Salford Red, he opened his first shop in 1967 and then we've been the manager of the Bishop Blaze, I'd imagine, hugely um, important day for you in terms of the pub being full, you can already hear people singing in the background,
1: yeah, it's really uh, good. Really good to see you again, Andy. Yes, really good. Uh, big day. Like I say Arsenal, one of the big four teams. Uh, obviously, been. Yeah, there was a QA at nine o'clock this morning. What time do you open? Uh, we open at nine, but there yeah. was a QA at nine o'clock. And, i say it's pretty probably about three quarters full already. It's still quite and early. Where are
0: most of these people from out of towners or? Yeah, mints? a lot. There's yeah. a
1: lot of a lot of Norwegians over this weekend. Yeah, right. most of them flew over on Friday. Yesterday it was busy with the uh, with them obviously foreigners flying over, and obviously today and tomorrow will be uh, more like a full weekend, obviously because. And how many people
0: over. can fit in the pub? What, do you have uh, like we the get about
1: 600 wow. on a match day. Yeah, so move all the furniture out, get more yeah. no people in. But uh, like I said, the atmosphere has been. It was a bit flat the first game of the season, but like, the last couple of games, when the results have picked up, it makes a massive difference to the pub. What's your best selling drink? Best pint is probably a pint of Stella. Is it? The old, the old original Stella. How much Stella. is a pint
0: of Stella in uh, you know, uh, a tablespoon yeah, these yeah. days? It's 380th pint. Right, okay. So, yes, not too bad.
1: Yeah,
0: I did quite a few. I had uh, one of your breakfasts in here a few weeks ago. Yeah, uh, it's good. Right. Well, if it good. wasn't, I'd say that as well, but it was good. <laughs> and it was decent value so. To be honest, sometimes I remember going into Weatherspoons after Newcastle away last season. Right. It was like a massive breakfast. It was uh, <laughs> It was decent. Do you ever get any what, any issues? You obviously got security
1: here. Yeah, yeah. What type would it be? Some people getting a bit too over. Yeah, just a bit. Like I say, we don't. We only let home fans in only, so we right. don't have any of that conflict with the away fans. But yeah, just uh, more drunkenness more than anything else. Like I say I have a good. I have a pretty good door team. And, uh, yeah, you know, very rare we have any issues. Like I say, police don't really bother us.
0: And people singing, just getting in the spirit of things. Yeah, I mean,
1: obviously, weather spoons don't really allow singing and stuff, but obviously, given we you can't, it, <laughs> at, yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> stop it. And uh, To be fair, why would you? So, I mean, it's really good. I wouldn't imagine you get anyone coming <laughs> here for a quiet pint on a <laughs> no, day like yeah. today. No one wants a table and sit down for a beer, do they? No. But on non-match days, you have your locals from the area. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like I say, we're quite uh, quite big in the community now. Like I say, we've got the cricket just up the road as well. And there's no football on, but... And obviously Victoria Warehouse, so it's it's, it's constantly busy all so the time. So people
0: have come in before Victoria
1: Warehouse? Yeah, so obviously the old two have took over that so we've we had quite a few gigs on there. Obviously there's quite a lot of offices around and stuff and uh, yeah, it literally really took over. It's never been busier actually to be fair. And you're a Stockport fan? Originally. I am a Stopport, yeah we got one yesterday, yeah. I won yesterday. But yeah, I've been uh, I've been here since two thousand and ten. Yeah. Obviously, I've been a Stockport fan all my life. Yeah? And yeah, well, yeah. Um, a, a notable couple of seasons with your new owners, getting crowds of yeah, seven, exactly, eight. Yeah. Nine, there 8,000 there yesterday. 10,000. Yeah, we played Leicester in the Cup the other week, got 10,000. Yeah, it's a, it's a feel good factor at stop at the minute, especially that new owner pumping the money in him. Been out of the league for 11 years, so we definitely deserve it. Oh, uh, It's good It's good to see. I'm surprised there have been a few wobbles so far this season, haven't there? Yeah, yeah, well, of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, adjusting back to league football, obviously, league two football. Uh, it's tough, it's tough, like I say. It helps if we keep 10 men on the pitch I think that's the uh, key We've had four red cards already And then today Kicks off at 4.30 What time will this Start to empty? Uh, 4.29 Yeah, yeah. No, They've been going Quite early they've given the checks To do at Old Trafford And people getting In the ground and stuff. A couple of the protests The last few weeks uh, They have been leaving Like an hour before But like I say It's a, literally Cleaning up when, uh, And we'll show sure the match Obviously and, and Mr Boyer Used to sing in here Didn't he? He did he used yeah to, he's, uh, still, he's still knocking around Somewhere I see him uh, See a shiny bald head walking past every now and again. Yeah, we've, back, we've got him back a couple of seasons for a bit of a cameo. Brilliant. But yeah. And
0: outside, obviously, on a day like today, it's still nice and warm, so yeah, you can have so, people outside too. Yeah,
1: the outside. The, the, the key the outside area. I so say, just hope it doesn't rain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we produce United We Stand and that's a paper-based product, so we absolutely <laughs> hope it doesn't rain. Yeah. And unlike you, can't just go inside because <laughs> we're right. stood on the
1: street. Lovely to see you, Ben. Brilliant. That's what I'm. A lot of people have gone, didn't
0: know that, Just with um, Martin, the world's most miserable <laughs> man, who was on the <laughs> podcast last year at the start of last season, uh, predicting absolute doom and a terrible season. Got to say, ultimately, he was right with how things went on. How disappointed were you
2: when Manchester United only beat Liverpool 2 1 a few weeks ago? How disgusted were you? disappointed. I tell you what, I bet surprised everyone in there. Nobody could see it coming. Nobody but, could see that. But, the way they played but, the first two games, nobody could see that coming. But, but it did come. Yeah, but I'd say, if, but I, if you look at it sometimes, why raise your game to play Liverpool and not raise your game to play Brentford, not play your game to play Brighton? It's, it's a, what we used to have when Ferguson said, it's, they cheat the manager or something. You must have
0: found some joy in beating Liverpool line.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. Obviously, I want United to win all the time, but you know they tanked us twice last year, nine goals and we never replied. So the way it was going, after Brentford... Could you see it? I don't. I mean, I put it. a bet on them. I thought, what a win! I um, I would have taken a draw
0: before that game, no yeah. problem. And then two one 1-0 away wins. Been a while since
2: an away win at Southampton you know and Leicester the other night. It's like years ago. one it scrappy away wins. You've got to take them, have not you? Because if you think about it, remember like we used to got first start. But the first year we started, we lost the first two games, didn't we? Yeah. To 92-93. Yeah. And then we drew with Dinger, Ipswich, and the season took off. I'm not saying that we're going to win the league, but it's looking a lot more promising with this guy because he's not suffering fools. I'm uh, sensing optimism from you for the first time in 30 but he's years. Not, he's, not, he's not playing sure. <laughs> so you like the look of Tanag? Yeah, I the like The new plays it. he's brought in? Yeah, they're looking all right at the minute. I mean, Veran's playing with that Lissandro. I mean, it took a year for, for him to get an half-decent partner. Maguire? Yeah, he's finished, isn't he? Maguire.
3: I you know, thought I, he, I,
2: I thought they would have sold him because with a World Cup coming, I thought he would have won a goal because he's not getting back in that team, unless someone gets injured. Well, mm. I'd still start Ronaldo in front of Rashford, even though Rashford scored against Liverpool. See that, cause why? He, I don't. And I've never rated Rashford, never rated him. I think I think if you look at all right, he scored against Liverpool a one on one, which is surprising because he normally misses them, right? And he, he got that goal, but he's done sod all since. I mean, I watched it the other night with playing Leicester. He couldn't hit a two yard pass. Um what about the signing of, of Casimiro? What do you think he'll bring to the team? I don't really watch European football so I don't I don't know how I will do well if he's it's come from Real Madrid. you do after you do because you watch Scottish football as well and that's in Europe. Yeah I don't know, but Scottish football's more like Sunday League, isn't it? That's what I like about it. They don't roll on the floor when they get kicked and they've got no VAR up there. That's like, killed it Any for me. any
0: good young players playing
2: in the SPL? No. You're like, no, no not that's standard. There's none. I find it really interesting
0: um, that you, you, you're a Manchester lad, you've followed United for years, I've seen you all around the world, and yeah, I still see you at Old Trafford, but you also really like going to Hearts in Edinburgh, it's because day- it's everything that the Premier League isn't.
2: I don't like the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the goal West am got disallowed yesterday, it's a joke, Andy. VAR's a joke. I mean, when you were kids and, and you went to the match, and someone scored, and it was offside, and the referee gave it, you could live with it. I always remember the FA Cup when we played... And we scored we got beat by Forest 1 0, it went over yeah, the line. 89. You've got to live with it, haven't you? And if they make mistakes, if you make mistakes. If 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 Manchester make a mistake, United would have won that
0: game, would have met Liverpool. Yeah? Uh, that was a uh, Hillsborough disaster in the semi final, wasn't it? In, it wouldn't, uh, be, it wouldn't have been played, it
2: would have been played at Main Road or,
0: yeah. or at Everton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, OK, can I have a prediction for today, please? Manchester United, Arsenal. 1 0 United, just like Obviously You've got to
2: go United, United Alright and a prediction For this season then Where will United finish And will the team win any Cups uh, I'd have met this moment in time With a Cup team I think right. You know what I mean we have got, got with a Cup team Good man Back outside Old
4: Trafford With Binze How are you feeling at the moment I can watch match of the day now Andy I was thinking <laughs> that A few weeks ago <laughs> so I've watched it for a while <laughs> What's making you watch it uh, The manager What's the, he done the, he made a massive statement against Liverpool. He dropped Shaw, Maguire, even Ronaldo. But Ronaldo was brilliant, you know what I mean? But he made a statement. There that wasn't that one pundit in this country gave United a chance against Liverpool. Did you? Yeah. What, before that match? Yeah. You thought United'd win? I'm not saying I thought he'd win, but Did you give him a chance? Yeah. We know what it means to play Liverpool, don't we? Goes back a long time We know what it meant Last season We got battered By both of them Yeah We're at home Yeah but we had A different manager Today didn't we
0: So you 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 sound like You respect the new manager
4: Oh He's fantastic Give him Back him Give him the money Let him buy these Players he wants But I like the look of him What about the new players He's brought in Brilliant Yeah Martinez Casemiro I don't I don't know about him But that Martinez Argentinian Heinzer. Remember when he
0: got here? Yeah. Someone Did said you? the other day if, if he would have been 40 years younger, then the Falkland Islands would still be Argentinian. <laughs> I thought it was a bit of a stretch and <laughs> disrespectful to the, uh, those who fought. but no. I, I, I take your point about the feisty Argentinian players. Carlos Tevez was a fantastic player. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. it's something that you see in... Um, Argentinian domestic football a lot of yeah but he
4: was a Judas so we won't discuss he was a great more. player Tavern. I don't
0: care he was a Judas he was a great player you're Judas. allowed to say that I'm allowed to say he was a great right. player uh, a lot of them end up going to Mexico because it's quite a rich league apart from the top top Argentinians who, who would come uh, to come, come to Europe and then we've got Anthony who uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him and
4: Malassi what have you made of him? brilliant fantastic buy absolutely brilliant Tell Luke Shaw If he needs a lift to the airport I'll give him one Right, you might listen to this he might get in touch with you Yeah, tell him we got a car? Yeah Yeah, you going and pick him take up Take him I'll take him all the way To wherever he's going You know what I mean? Moldova Why Yeah, take I'll take him, him there. there Get rid of him He's fucking useless You go to any of uh, the European ways? No No,
0: no. That, that in your past? Yeah
4: Yeah, a bit old now I'm 64 the Wow
0: you Look well for your age
4: If we get to a final though You go? Yeah
0: with your, your old mates <laughs> Right can I have a prediction For today please
4: It's going to be My heart says a draw But No My head says A draw But my heart says 2-1 United
0: uh, Pretty similar to me actually Yeah I'm in a good run of form. I a predicted Rotherham won, Watford won yesterday, so I've got the golden touch. <laughs> no, the defense... I, I, I feel exactly the same as you. I'd take a sort of take a one all, but be gutted at the same time. Yeah, as well. no,
4: that defence okay. is diff. Looks, we're like, we've got a deep, di- we've got a. You see them all giving each other high fives. That's what you want to see
0: your team. a player, isn't he?
4: Yeah, class. He's a class act. Casemiro's a class act. So. It's up front, and I think I think it's too much for Alanger. He's too young, and I think Marcus stick to being a dinner lady because you're not very good up front at the moment.
0: It's the second person had on this podcast who's not convinced by by Marcus Rashford. What about Sancho?
4: Yeah, I love him. Yeah, yeah. Just needs a bit of confidence around him. Yeah, the kid's got the tools. All right. Nice to see you, Andy. You too. So the
0: atmosphere is building. I was at a concert last night in Manchester, the Fleet Foxes. Um, cheers for the ticket, mate. And um, with some lads who came over from the Wirral, and two lads have just come up by United we stand, and they got exactly the same accent. So I said, "Where are you from?" And they said, "The Wirral, believe it or not." What's it like being in the Wirral, being a red? Um, very, very hard. Right. Um, so you, you're establishing now that that is a Wirral accent, but Dad, you're originally from Salford. Salford, and you moved out to the Wirral. I did in 1964. What took you to the Wirral in 64? Asked me, Mum and Dad. Right. I. Re- you should have said then. So watch To be over there when Manchester United won the first title, post Munich was 64-65. I think indeed, it was. Yeah. But now I'm just my imagination's running wild. bit there. What? Was it like being a United fan there? I would imagine, but I might be wrong, that
5: you're surrounded by Everton, Liverpool, maybe Everything. some Tranmere. Yeah. yeah, well, to be fair, the, the problem we had, had was by the time United had gone through their cycle of being good, Liverpool decided to get themselves out of a hole and become unbelievable for the next 25 years. So, it was hell. And I was the go-to. Every, every, every time I met anybody, it was always about is johnny the monk <laughs> and that was that's all oh, and we get it now when we did your accent start changing probably feeding. when i was about 12. okay yeah could you still do a salford now all right lad, like how's it going <laughs> <laughs> or is that a bit coronation street for you i think it's still all right bits of whirl in it yeah it, it is it is what Where it did you is live in salford pendleton right so I a lived, proper salford yeah i lived in Higham view which is obviously just over the way there but My mum and dad moved over because she was from Bootle. My dad was from Sierra Leone. Right. So they came over, decided they didn't want to be married anymore, and I was brought up by my dad. Dad being a United fan. So, cut a long story short, he's now 32. And unfortunately... Oh, you know, Patrick's 32. My other son's 32. (laughs) Doesn't (laughs) like 40, though. Right. Not interested in football, and I had to drag this one to the match. Right, And and he's into
6: it now. Well, I, we had a season ticket a few years ago, and I always remember when um, Liverpool won 3-0. How was it? Gerard scored two. Two panels. We were coming home, my friends were away, so they were on the coach, and we were going back to the boozer in Wallasey, where we're from. So I'm coming home, like, depressed, but we're going to be making a pint. And they're all coming back, buzzing because they've won uh, 3-0. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's, it's not free. Like, you ever been to Sierra Leone?
5: No. To be fair, my dad's most of my dad's friends, if you like, were from... Sierra Leone but moved over to Liverpool. So most of my Is that because like Freetown and Liverpool are both port cities is Yeah he was in the he was he was in the Commonwealth Navy during the back end of the war. Came out joined the match ended up doing a bit of jitterbugging in Liverpool, met me mum. Do you know what I mean? So they got together, moved to Manchester where he started with for British Rail, from British Rail, came to got transferred, because she wanted to move back to her parents were from by Aintree. But unfortunately, the manager was on its way out then. So my dad brought me and my sister up. So he taught us three things, and only three things that I can remember was Man United, only by the Daily Mirror, and, and the Labour Party. And they're the only things
6: that have stood out and I still hold dear to my heart. But it's our first game now since... Like two and a half years so really? yeah, yeah and i've been
5: out I, I had a back uh, operation last year and the, got complications now so it's quite hard for me to get about
6: i've been going to see me for a bit but we we're like it's just not doing it we we're like we need no. to get no, back you? probably yeah <laughs> i've got tattoos you got, you all got, got
0: manchester back. united tattoos all over <laughs> <on>. <laughs> prior,
5: to, prior to the so-called red army back in the day you know? You? yeah okay a prediction a for bit?
0: today you're a good bit the well-behaved one prediction to the united <laughs>
6: 5-0 United I've
5: got, a fee- I've got a feeling Anthony will score though alright so. I've not even seen the team yet
6: but he'll he'll come is on he he'll come yeah. on great article yesterday Laurie Whitwell's. by the way fantastic article. I'll, I'll uh, pass on the... I've not read your Varane one yet though it saves though which one alright the Veran one in the Athletic with massive fans I yeah yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right, he's yeah he's good United he's good Laurie's you know, good <laughs> as well i <you> know, have <laughs> <you've> got <laughs> to say like all this that's coming
5: on now with the Athletic and everything is something football supporters from every ilk if you like deserve because it's proper important yeah. and obviously i've followed your career since you were you know just starting off you know what i mean obviously charlie's yeah. grandson uh, great-uncle Charlie. Yeah. yeah do you know what i mean so united he run through your always, veins
1: you
6: yeah, always remember that coming where it was in your end i mean liverpool now my dad would never set foot in liverpool wouldn't. He wouldn't. my dad would <laughs> never go to liverpool
0: my, my dad would only go to liverpool <laughs> to play football because we're all footballers my family and he, he'd begrudgingly say um, I give it to Scousers the goals produce good players and good teams. But if I would like um, go to Liverpool to get my new passport,
6: oh, yeah, they'd yeah, be like
0: yeah. disgusted with me. <laughs> and like, um, I've got friends from Liverpool, and Liverpool's actually a really good city now.
6: Really good night out, Jamie Carragher.
0: Out. Ja- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in United we stand. Jamie Carragher was buying United we stand when he was captain of Liverpool because that's how in tune he is with fan culture I reckon it, it would have been Manchester United players at that time who didn't yeah, even know what United we stand was so you, like, do
6: not you think that it's weird isn't it because obviously conflicting for myself a bit where I'm from who we support but very similar cultures and it's just strange isn't it there's a massive rivalry but you're like half an hour away yeah. from each other
5: thin line between uh, love and eight <laughs> isn't it it is not there its I mean it's talk about the politics about the Manchester Ship Canal and that but the only fact is they're two of the most successful teams in world football, but the biggest names, in my United opinion, Russia. by far. Your Real Madrids, unless you speak Mexican, nobody else supports. So Mexicans speak Spanish. Madrid and Barca are definitely bigger in the Spanish speaking world. But
0: you're right. Two cities which punch well above their demographic, because they're not. Manchester and Liverpool are not that big. It's not like New York no, and Chicago, that's it. or, no, or, or, or Paris, or, that,
6: or because no. of the
5: uh, students. We, we've yeah. just
6: been saying them before. Like no matter how bad we've been the last few years. But always on City. How many three o'clock games have they had on, on three o'clock
0: most weeks? City, right, boys? Yeah.
6: I'm gonna carry on selling nice the mag. It's been
0: lovely to meet you back. You've heard us talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy, but choosing a VPN you can trust is equally as important. Now, we like to do some research on our sponsors, and we can only recommend brands that our listeners believe in. So we can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market, and here's why. Number one, ExpressVPN does not log your activity online. Lots of cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to advertisers, but ExpressVPN doesn't do this. They've even developed a technology, trusted server, that makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Number two, speed. ExpressVPN now uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol they engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. We've tried several VPNs in the past and they can sometimes slow the connection. But ExpressVPN is always really fast. Let's just stream videos in HD quality with zero buffering. And the last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart is how easy it is to use. You don't need any technical skills to set it up. You fire up the app and you tap one button to connect, that's it. Even your grandparents could do it. It's not just us saying this, Business Insider, The Verge, and many other tech journals rate Express VPN as the number one VPN in the world. So you can protect yourself with the VPN that we use, I use, and trust. Use our link, expressvpn.com forward slash united today and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's Express. VPN.com forward slash United. Visit expressvpn.com forward slash United to learn more.
7: With me, I've got Leith from the Guna fanzine, um, a very respected voice um, from the fanzine as well. Um, Guna, I've, I've been reading it throughout the 2000s, many years now, whenever we've gone to Arsenal away. Probably should subscribe, um, <laughs> but you know, um, can't subscribe to all 19 <laughs> in the league. um Leith, how are you doing? Are you all right? Um, how how are you finding the season so far?
8: Yeah, honestly, it's been... Um, thanks for having us on, by the way. Huge yeah. respect for you guys. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's been great. I, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to don't want to burst the bubble, really. It's, yeah. um, compared to this time last year, we were bottom after the first three games, lost all three. It's, uh, it's chalk and cheese. No one's got a divine right to win anything. You know, we're, we're, we're still a team in progress. Like I say, we haven't played that many really big sides i bring it on today I'm really looking yeah. forward to it but, but yeah it's just fun again it, yeah. it's just all you want is a bit of progress as a, as a fan and you know as someone who follows the team around the, around the country up and down the land and everything and you want to see the team kick on and it's just fun at the moment you yeah. ask any Arsenal sport anywhere, that it's fun and long may it continue basically so uh, yeah
7: So tell us a bit about your love for Arsenal and when did it start you know how did you get into it we've all got our own you know backstories there what was yours?
8: yeah like um like like a lot of fans around the country not just arsenal supporters. um it's in the blood really my um my, my name's Laith uh, Yusuf. but my mum's irish but my dad's arabic and um he came over to london in the 70s and it's so obviously london was a completely different place then and uh, yeah. you know brown skin different accent and all that and he, he obviously loved his football and he went to a couple of sort of grounds in London. I won't say the clubs, but um they weren't Arsenal and he, he got a bit of stick there, this is sort of like say early to mid seventies and um he went to Arsenal and it was almost like his last chance just to go, right, do you know what, I want to see a football team and see what happens. And he went and no one like, no one bothered him, no one said a word. He just watched the game and I think they lost that day, but um we were terrible in the mid seventies. But um <laughs> yeah and he said that was it and that was his team and it's obviously you know, he brought into me as well. Grew up in council estates and you know, didn't have two pennies to rub together, but Arsenal was my team, and it always has been, always will be. I'm, I'm lucky enough to be a journalist. I was an Arsenal reporter for the Islington Gazette for a long time, covered them all around the land. But before that, I'd had a season ticket for 35 years, and yeah, and I still watch them every week. And I watch the academy and the women and the, the under-16s, everything. It's my life, just just as united as your life. So, um, What yeah, era was your first match then? 191980. I think it was against Swansea. So, yeah, yeah, my dad would go in the 70s, but my mum didn't want me to go because it was always trouble and stuff. So, I I was relatively late. I think I was nine. So, you know, but I remember, um, yeah, Arsenal, Swansea City, New Year's Day, 1982. But um, I was thinking about this on the way up. I just, like I said, I've just parked the car around Old Trafford Cricket Ground and I was thinking about this. But um, my first Arsenal United game was May 1983. We beat you 3 0, but you'd beat us twice. In, in both Cups in the semi-finals that season. And, um, that was yeah, it, Villa Park, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah the 2-1. Well, I think we won up up yeah. half-time Norman Whiteside scored, but yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a dreadful season for us. We were pretty, me- bang bang mediocre, but you knocked it out of both semi-finals and we played you in the league. There was nothing going on, it was like May, 16,000 at Ibury. but we beat you 3 now and I remember um, Remy Moses got sent off at the end, so yeah, our <laughs> time's change. <laughs> <Yeah. really. laughs>
7: so you, you're obviously involved with the, in the fanzine world, um, like myself. Um, you know, how, how is that going at the moment? You know, How are you finding the move to digital? Obviously, there's the big fan cam scene at the moment. You know, How are you finding the fanzine and how it's going?
8: Blimey, that's, that's a really yeah. good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been writing. I've been reading the Goon for we've been going 35 years. Basically, I've been reading yeah. it from from day one. I've been lucky enough to write for them over the years, and um, the, fr- the former editor, Kev Witcher, who I've got huge respect for, and I still see him sort him the other day. Um, he, w- he was just sort of giving up really because he-, he needed more time. He's getting getting on a bit, although he, he probably wouldn't admit that. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and I took over literally a week before the pandemic, so right. it's been it's been an absolute nightmare. It bang goes all sort of match day sales really, and it's been yeah. a massive learning curve, even for someone who's worked on newspapers and knows about the production side and yeah. can, can sort of get. The content in, and you know, tap up my journalist pals as well, and stuff like that. But um, I've loved every minute of it. I'm, I'm basically, you know, there's a lot of goodwill there. For, uh, you guys would know yeah. it yourself from from so many fans who, who actually care about having a, a, a rational and a reasoned and intelligent, knowledgeable, non hysterical voice. And there's got to be a place for that in football, basically. Yeah. You know, we, we tried a we tried a channel for a year, and I put a, yeah, I pumped a bit into it and got the, the technical side of it and stuff. We had a pub. We used to do a podcast every Monday night, and it was good fun. But Reli- relatively speaking certainly in terms of comparing it to other other um, you know sort of fan sites I won't mention yeah. it because I'm not a big fan <laughs> no, no one really watched it because we weren't hysterical we weren't playing to you know the lowest common yeah. denominator we weren't screeching about a 0-0 draw or a 1-0 draw you know we were, you, you scream so hard there's got to be a roof somewhere yeah, and if yeah. you're screaming yeah. every week You well, no one's going to take any attention to it well, obviously people do and um, I did read into it afterwards and the algorithms on YouTube play up stuff that is really hysterical and controversial yeah. and you know it's, it's not right I don't think it's right so we did it for a year we really worked really hard and no one really watched it so I was just like, I'm not I'm not gonna go down the route of screaming for the sake of it. it detract from you know what's our goal standard, which is the, the print version yeah. basically. So I'm not I'm not gonna go down that route basically. It was good fun, but, but yeah, unless you're being hysterical on YouTube, then no one really watches it.
7: I think there's a correlation between the increasing like abuse of footballers as well because it it, it is quite you know it can be a bit of a cesspit on social media, you know. Yeah. I've seen some of the um, you know, even when Manchester United are winning the last three or four games you know, some of the um, focus is on uh, abusing the substitutes because they're not on the pitch, you know. And it is, it's it's really difficult to see because, you know, um, probably like yourself, you know, we want people to enjoy playing for our club as well. You know, so it is. Yeah. It's really difficult to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a
8: really good point, and it's. Yeah. Um, you're right. It's, it is a success but I always say to people, use it on your own terms because it can be a good platform and it, it can be a force for good sometimes, especially yeah. when you get appeals or put, there's a charity thing going on, stuff like that. But yeah. But there is a lot of really ill-informed, ignorant, angry yeah. people out there, and um, does no one any good basically? No, no,
7: definitely not. So Arsenal in great form um, wasn't always the case under Arteta, though. Um, What was your thoughts during the low moments and where do you think they're going with him now?
8: Yeah, again, very good question. I I, I was lucky enough to be a journalist at his first press conference and um, I'm a massive fan. Massive, massive fan. He's he's obviously a former player so he knows the club. He's had the sort of influence from from Wenger because he played under him. So he knows the ethos of the club, knows what Arsenal's about basically. He's young, he's, he's progressive, he's dynamic. He's um, you know, you could see by the, the all or nothing thing, and I was really dubious about that, but he came across really well. Slightly David Brentish at the time, but there's nothing <laughs> yeah, wrong with that now. I've seen then. the Amazon <laughs> thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But um, but yeah, he's, he's always had the best interest of the Arsenal at, at heart. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan. I mean, they've been wobbles. You, you, I'd be lying if it wasn't driving back from Man City about this time, or well, maybe about a week ago this time last year after the five nil. I was just like, what, what's going on? But you know, he, he's really turned it round, and um, I'm a, I'm a massive massive fan. And there's and no
7: shortcuts, is it? And that's why with a club yeah. like Arsenal, who aren't going to spend the way, you know, to the top, you know, they do have to, you know, have that patience. And I assume during the dark times under him, you know, it has been quite difficult to see that, you know, where he's going. But at yeah. the same time, you know, I'm the same with this manager. You know, if it takes him three years, I want to back him fully. As yeah. long as you've got the right, you know, tactical nous and. You know the the bare bones. You know you will get there eventually. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
8: You, you touch on it. You, they need yeah. time, you, you, especially when you've had like yourselves with Fergie. Like you've had a manager who's been there for yeah. for 20 odd years. Arsenal Wenger's case, 20, 72 or something. 26 for yeah. Fergie. Yeah. You, you, know, you can't just slip seamlessly from one manager to another with yeah. with yeah with, you know, with the same personnel. You've got to change it around It's got to be your team. Yeah. We, we've had ups and da- we had ups and downs with Emery. He was, he was a good, dignified man. He was just the wrong man for the, uh, for the wrong club at the wrong time, really. Yeah. And then. Uh, the way Arsenal stuck with him i'm not big fans of the cronkeys um for lots of reasons but the way they stuck with him during his first dodgy spell around sort of november december 2020 we'd lost like five or six on the bounce and people were calling for his head and Arteta's his head and stuff yeah. and um, they stuck by him then and they're, they're reaping the dividends now and it's um you need stability and you need a you need a you need a squad that is your squad base and arteta's certainly on his way to doing that by by getting rid of the cliques and has-beens yeah. and the never will be's and the, and the toxic influences you know, I'm not going to go there because it's a real. If you talk about it on Twitter, it's you know, it's like throwing audience basically. But yeah. if you're an Arsenal fan, you know who I'm talking about, basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and probably United as well, to be there. but um, yeah, yeah. And I've got I've got a huge respect for him. And um, it was a bit disappointing last season, toward the end of last season, with with, with losing at Spurs and, and, and Newcastle. And um, I don't mean there'd be many Arsenal fans who watched the final episode of All or Nothing. Because they know about those two games, basically. But, yeah. but even yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm up for today. I don't see any reason my arse can't give United a game. I've been doing this fixture for 40 years, home and away. And um, yeah, we'll we'll, well, we'll have you, and we'll see what's. Ha- we'll take you on, and we'll see what happens, basically. But whatever happens, Arteta is 100 for the man, man for the job. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to it.
7: That's good. Um, so on the flip side, what's your views on United at the moment, and where in the last couple of years has it faltered badly?
8: Blimey, yeah. Um, I always try not to sort of comment on other teams, especially yeah. as a fan and yeah. as journalist, unless I'm, you know, unless I'm covering a club and Arsenal's my club I cover yeah. as a journalist yeah. as, as a fan. But if you're asking me, we're obviously on the podcast, I've given you my opinion. You know, you, you know. United are the, one of the biggest clubs in the world, if, if not the biggest. And the, the way it's going it, it just feels like you've lost your identity a little bit. Yeah. Through, 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 it comes from the top. So the Glazers, yeah. You know, like I say, I'm, I, I'm not a big fan of the Cronkies, but the Glazers are even bigger leeches than anyone yeah. else. And they, they it come, it, like someone said the other day, like a fish rots from the head. Yeah. And the Glazers have leached, I don't know if it's billions, but it's certainly hundreds of millions of pounds out of the club. Yeah. And that, that. It all comes from there basically and then some of the managers i don't know if Moyes didn't have enough time but again it's the you know it's the manager after Fergie it's always going to be you know you're always going to have a poison chalice really and then like Steve, I know basically. I know him quite well. He's a yeah, yeah. top lad. You respect for you, Huge respect for all you boys. And um, I remember coming up here about two thousand and sixteen when Marcus Rashford got his, his debut goals, yeah. and that, that was um, that was disappointing over Arsenal. Awesome, but he did well. I remember talking to him before the game, and I was going, "Who would you have next as manager?" He goes, Mourinho I go, "You're joking." No, Mourinho yeah. is not a United manager. You're an attack inside, You ethos your principles are about. You know, scoring more than the other team, and uh, you know what? It's, it just seems to have fallen away with with that E Force philosophy and with some of the signings as well. And Funnily um,
7: enough, that performance as well is about as anti-Mourinho as it gets that day. Yeah, yeah, three, two, ex- it? yeah, Yeah, exactly. I yeah, yeah. I think we played like six or seven kids. Oh, honestly, was, yeah, yeah. That
8: was um, that was probably the nearest yeah. we've been to, you know, challenge. Yeah, you know, for want of a better, it wasn't really a title challenge, but it certainly yeah. faded out there. That day. It was like February time as well. So yeah, yeah. It's um, painful memories that day, but it was a good game
7: from a neutral point of view. Yeah. Really, but. <laughs> So before we go into best, worst, Old Trafford memories, um, you're coming here in form. Does it remind you of anything?
8: Two thousand and two. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would. Yeah, I was on um, Mondial's Um, Arsenal United. Uh, Sort of, what's it called? Um, the Giant Podcast. There's yeah. a cast of thousands on there, and there was sort of me as well. I'd had a couple of beers, and I anyone's listened to it, I just swore my head off, basically. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I did say in that podcast, I, I actually missed that game. I went travelling. I was in Central yeah. America, yeah. spent a month in Nicaragua, like the only, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Only team in, the only country in Central America that didn't have football is its main sport. <laughs> so I'm walking around, all baseball and stuff, and I'm trying to find this bar that's got the game, and I ended up watching this United fan, and um, yeah, I, I let him know I was quite happy that night to be fair. Do you know
7: I, I only seen um I, I only seen the highlights from the end of the 49 game one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um the other day as well. And oh. you know, I couldn't actually at the time I remember being quite blinkered. And like not thinking that the referee was that bad, but when I saw the highlights this morning, <laughs> honestly, you know, I, c- I couldn't actually believe how bad yeah, it was. You yeah, know, like, yeah, just st- kick, I think yeah. I think Gary Neville kicked Reyes <laughs> about five times before he even like got a card. down. You know? yeah.
8: So I was it 2004. So that's what it's, 16 years later. i was just about half yeah. way now. But yeah. I was driving up listening to Five <laughs> Live in the car. They had those highlights. I had to turn it off. Still yeah. too painful now. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that was. Um, I remember. Like, I, I didn't go to the eight, so I got three young. I had three young kids at the time, so um, yeah. I didn't go. I, I do go most games, home and away. And um, that was that was humiliating. But I was at the six-one in um, sort of two thousand and one. Yeah, we were yeah. 4 0 down after nice, yeah. twenty-seven minutes, and that was a brilliant Arsenal side as well. United yeah. just blew us away that day, so that was pretty painful. Um, I remember the six-two at um, Highbury in, in about nineteen ninety. It was a League Cup game. Lee Sharp yeah. got a hat trick. And funny enough, like, I was in, a, in the clock end standing, and um, it was. Big, there was a few United fans obviously United get get everywhere they used to in those days in the home end and um, there's this one lad like he, his mates were sort of Arsenal but he was United and it was ever United dotting red. and it, he, he showed us a betting slip he, he put a quid on United to win 7-2 that day no 7-2. word of I don't know I think it was a dream or something and he was, well, his mates were like what's going on like, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah that was um, that was a bonkers thing Lee Sharp just blew us away that day although um, we did pull it back a 3-2 but yeah there's been it, it doesn't seem like we, we ever tonk you boys the way you tonk us it's like, i remember i was thinking about it on the way up again and um 2001 2, so we did double at the end of that season, but we'd played Charlton Athletic on the Sunday. They beat us 4 2 at Highbury, and the way the fixtures fell, I don't, I don't know, what it, you'd never have that now, but the next day, literally the Monday night, we were playing United in the third or fourth round of the League Cup. Yeah. And it was your second or third team, it was certainly our second team, and you had like Ronnie Woolworth and players like that, and um, <laughs> we beat you 4 0. That's the only sort of victory I could remember that was sort of apart from the 3 0 in the first yeah, ever it was game. The after
7: there. the Barthez one, yeah.
8: Yeah, yeah, years, yeah, 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 with the Bar- yeah. yeah that 3 1 at Highbury, that, yeah. that was a game and a half, but um, yeah, I just. Yeah, it's been, I've come out of United so many times, just gutted or furious, and gutted, and all the rest of
7: it. I suppose same. it's the same for us now with like um, you know Liverpool and City because we they seem to leather us, but we never seem to leather them. <laughs> I suppose it shows that you know like some of the teams, you know, even though you've got quality players sometimes. You can have a bit of a soft underbelly, yeah. and I think that's been true of United for like the last ten years now. Yeah, well, since Ferguson went, but well, yeah, yeah. I mean,
8: it does seem that certainly compared yeah. to you know the sort of King Vieira days when the whole world used to stop to yeah. to watch those sort of games. But um, yeah, we just never seem to do it. I mean, even last year I was I was in the press box last year yeah. and three two, and I was driving up with um, with, with Nick Hornby's son, the, the, the man who wrote Fever yeah. Pitch, absolute Arsenal legend, and his boys. Really, he's about nineteen. And he was like, "Oh, we're going to do United style games." It never works like that. It never works like no. that. Back on the car and the way home, he goes, "I can't believe we lost." <laughs> I was like, well, welcome to Arsenal United. <laughs> yeah, but,
7: yeah, definitely. <laughs> so give us a prediction for today, then. Oh,
8: blimey. Um, we'll see how gasoline about. The only prediction I'll make is I don't make predictions. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, oh, 1 0 to Arsenal. Go on. 1 0 to Arsenal. I love it.
7: No, thank, thank you so much um, for coming on. You know, Great to have um, a voice from one of the other fanzines on as well. So Brilliant. really appreciate that. Can um, I just say as well, yeah, like a huge
8: yeah. respect for you guys. What you're doing, it the fanzine movement is so precious to this country in terms of supporters, in terms of the fabric of the game. So huge respect for you guys yeah. keeping your fanzine going. And
0: and he's scored on his debut, He's done lots of tricks, he's buzzing. Arsenal players appeal for half-side t- half there. But no, United have it up and United started very well in the first 10 minutes and then there was a period of 20 minutes where Arsenal at the back side created lots of chances. Had a goal to listen, listen to it now. No, can't believe I'm saying this listen how loud it is Casimiro's coming on 13 minutes left it's Manchester United 3 Arsenal 1 I'm not sure quite how the scoreline is, is as it is but Marcus Rashford has took two chances fantastically behind me you can hear uh, shouts we want Blazers out they've been some f- pretty much throughout the game there hasn't been a pattern to them being sung you can smell sulfur I think from one of the flares and now there's a big on for Marcus Rashford. Rashford is red. Casimiro's coming on the pitch. Fred's on the pitch. Ronaldo came on at half time. Harry Maguire's coming on. Harry Maguire's coming on. Wow, that's a surprise. This has been a fantastically engrossing afternoon. This is the best Arsenal team. I know it sounds stupid, saying it,
7: but it for a long time. And yeah, the free one down. It's post-match after Manchester United have defeated Arsenal by three goals to one. With me, I've got John Ashton, Anthony Bloom, and Stuart Edwards. Lads, is it nice to have a bit of home form
9: going on? It's a bit weird, weird, um, <laughs> weird territory this for me, isn't it? You know, he's though, Although we're winning football, it's like it's like a perfect storm of football for me today. Um, no, it's great. You could tell when we got here, couldn't you, this morning that, you know, the, the crowds, the crowds up here, there's a bit of a buzz about the place and, you know, I, I could see the negatives of that in the sense that you're going, you know, we've signed some players, the protests have stopped and everyone's up there, how easily pleased we are. But no, it, we come to, we come to football to be, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily have to win, but if you're going to lose, you lose the right way. But it's just nice to see the team putting some fight in. There's some direction there. There's a clear manager who is clearly in charge. No one else calls the shots other than the manager. Um, and you're starting to see the fruits of it. Um Arsenal thought we we're, we're, were Arsenal basically the same Arsenal we've seen for 10 years where they're pretty in possession, they were the are better than us with the ball but a bit toothless up front whereas we were still a little bit reliant on counter-attacking football but it's just we look so
3: much more solid at the back. We never looked like conceded. Bloom how are you feeling? Yeah you could just tell before the game there was a vibe about it, it was just, just good vibe about everywhere. And um started off really well I actually thought they were the best side to be honest the the way they passed it around and moved it on. Odegaard um, I think was the main man for them really but like like you see with Arsenal regular they always have a soft centre I apologise to viewers so. if you
9: can hear some chips being pissed on there yeah, yeah yeah now I'm just saying
3: like there's just always something about them where you, they can be got at and like the ads, United ads that cutting edge in the end. I, I didn't think I think midfields are concerned still. They should have really put probably Casemiro in there but Stuart, how are you feeling? Are you better than him?
10: <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I think
3: I think going back to what John said, I think I think my word is togetherness.
10: That's what that's what yeah. comes to mind today after that game. The team are all fighting for each other. We weren't great for, for long spells. Well, let's be honest about it. You know we rode our luck. Certainly the second half of that first half, where Arsenal could have easily have put one or two in. So we, we definitely rode our luck. We certainly seemed to sort of go counter attack team second half. Um, but it's won the game. Horses for courses. Um, we've we've come out three one, and we'd have all up that three hours ago, wouldn't we? So yeah. Yeah. just
7: just um, firstly, then the VAR um, decision in the first half. You know, I, I was very close to that. I was in the north stand and probably about six rows up. And yeah. I, You know, I, I could see. And what, what, what I'm really disappointed with is is that, you know,
10: the referee is four yards away. He doesn't need a screen to see that, does he? He knows that was a foul. I'm I, obviously half a pitch away up Stretford End, and I wasn't sure whether he, he, you know, was genuinely robbed of the ball at first. And I've not seen it back, so was, was it definitely yeah, pushed? Yeah, he's, definite he's, push.
3: he's literally oh, yeah. gone yeah. into the back of him and need him at the right. same time. Okay. So I do don't know how anyone's back. arguing, yeah, so he's, he's pushed it. him over and kneed yeah. him in the side, so how the hell... So why, did that he he yeah. Sorry, why did he go to I don't know, the, what the amount saying? of yeah, issues yeah, yeah, they've yeah. had over the weekend, I don't know why. It was just pretty obvious seeing it from there yeah, on. They I mean,
7: create the problems themselves, that's, that's my view. And, and on yet the yeah, same,
3: yeah. in the second half, the same thing actually happened on one of their players, and they give a free kick straight away. But so he started pointing now. We better move yeah,
9: on to the it. It, it, it was a foul. He was one of them where, where it was soft. But the one, the one thing I'd say is that it's not like he was trying to win up in his own box or on the edge of their box or a penalty. It's the middle of the park. Right. You don't go down there unless you are fouled. And it was a combination of a push and a trip. Yeah. And none of them on their own would have been enough. But the two of them were enough to send him over. And he's not that yeah. sort of player. He's a foul. Yeah, Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Uh, um, Arsenal got a free kick in the second half where Saka went down. And, uh, off very very down. similar. And, and sure. that's what I'm saying. There'll be nothing said about it. But if there was a goal, you know, it's it's just it, it was a fact. If it was anyone other than Manchester United, and the fact VAR has been the way it was this weekend there wouldn't be enough to say about it but it was a foul well, we, can, we
10: can complain about VAR. I'm sure we'll come on to the goal in a minute but um, but Anthony's goal he let play on brilliant that's what you want to see but then he didn't go back and book him now I'm pretty sure the rule is just because the other team scored the person who's potentially done a two footed challenge gets away with a yellow card or a red card well, I'm more yeah. worried about that, Stuart where the rest of us were upside down you all sat there waiting for the ref to I show a yellow I was <laughs> 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 oh, I genuinely was I, f- I think, I think
7: <laughs> might was. be might be overdoing it a bit as well I'm still livid now it was on Bruno <laughs> Fernandez <laughs> as well that's yeah.
3: still so that yeah. I Wait, I'm waiting
7: I'm waiting forever. It wasn't our was Right no so going on moving on to the goal you know I, in terms of our United attack today I thought it was quite bizarre you know first half I thought we looked a bit one dimensional again you know trying to thread the balls through to the wide men um, but and getting get behind but I thought um, obviously the goal was great but I just thought we looked a bit out of ideas and it was a real contrast in the second half
9: I, s- I still think as much and I'm not going to start banging the ollie drum again I'll let him go one day but even on people are still typing on about this proper gaffer because he says the right, and he does say the right. What he does well is his discipline, his tactics. After his first two games, you realised they weren't working. I've actually been counterattacking. That's still where United are best to play football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but luckily, right now, is the defence looks so much more solid. You can kind of be able to sit back and not worry about them scoring every time they come forward. So there's still plenty of him to work with there. Um, the front three, Anthony and Sancho, they're, they're both. Uh, they've got a lot of ability, but. You need sometimes, maybe, a pack type player out wide. You know, someone who's going to get involved. They don't get involved. You're getting the ball, you would be but fine, but you need someone yeah. maybe who can come and get the ball. Um, they pretend yeah. to get involved, don't yeah, they, sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I had to deceive a bit. I mean, yeah, yeah. Rashford today, I mean, uh, you're giving me his due. I still wouldn't say he's a centre forward, but he scored twice and set one up with, you know, but you're still, you're not looking yeah. at it thinking, yet. Yeah, we've not controlled the game. But it's in fairness, mid, yeah. you're, you're talking about playing against probably it's, one of the best teams in the league at control. It's the midfield
3: for me. Like, I, I'm still. I know he's been playing well recently, but I think in that sort of game you needed someone who, with that extra experience in there like Casemiro, and I, I was surprised they didn't start him, really. Yeah, but, I was today. Yeah, I,
9: well, I, can, we had a fear about Casemiro, though, because <clears throat> you never heard him mentioned at any point, and, yeah. and, and he's not started a game yet, and did he just start, start to think to himself, did Tanag actually want him? Always at the club just buying a superstar to mask the fact we didn't get De Jong because did they have got pelters if we didn't get De Jong or, or didn't sign someone of similar look. And
3: yeah, he's yeah. not starting
9: for France. Phil said, Oh, well, you don't change a winning team. know, Anthony only landed off the plane 10 minutes ago and he's in the team. So, you know, it's. <laughs> I'm not know. sure, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe there's reasons. Um, but...
7: I think he sent a good message, though. To players because if you know if they perform they will get the rewards in terms of yeah he'll probably play the next 300 yeah, yeah. games in a row now <laughs>
3: <laughs>
7: so you just touch on Rashford at centre forward there and that was um, one thing I wanted to pick up because you know I thought when Ronaldo came on and Rashford started that inside run you know rather than being straight I thought he looked miles more dangerous he's he's not centre forward yeah. and fair play
9: to to the you know the manager wants him in the team but for me I'd have Rashford out wide on the left I'd put Sancho on the bench um, but. What, he looked to pick even before he scored goals there was a moment in the first half when he picked the ball up and instead of doing that tentative run he seems to have done he got tackled but he put his head down
10: and he yeah, proper yeah. had a
9: go at someone yeah, yeah, yeah. and today yeah. well, he's a confidence player he's always just been a confidence player he'll do him the world of good but he, he's still a left left-sided modern day forward isn't he
10: I don't think the manager had much choice today it obviously he wanted to start Anthony which meant obviously that you had to shift Sancho to the left which meant Martial's obviously not fit is he so you'd have played Ronaldo, wouldn't you? Well, but, but, it's Ronaldo or Rashford. The, the thing I little. haven't
7: yeah. liked those yeah. Thursday and Sunday. I, I have, um, you know, detected that Rashford has been getting a bit of shit, but he's playing out of position in it. Yeah. yeah. And you know that that when he when he went over to that left and you know started cutting in with that run, it's a really effective run. That isn't no, right? of course it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah. he's
9: devastating in that sort of sense. He's just he's not really got that link up play to play that centre forward, and no. as much as. I might have told you I'm not the biggest Ronaldo United fan but he can, also, he can still get involved a little bit more than what he can as a, as a natural centre forward but um, so I think it's more like what he's done well with him is just like playing him through putting a marker down saying look no one's bigger than this football club this is how I want to play and he's got his rewards today Rashford and no, it's sure that'll
3: do the world. it's good but like you saw it the other night it's Ronaldo um, we all have that Ronaldo issue at the minute but when he came on the other night you saw an improvement straight away, didn't you? When he was light like, central, when he was the main man up top.
10: There's a target
3: point, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And today as well, when he came on, it made Rashford go out into the left. I think Rashford struggled with that, saw, You yeah, saw yeah, a
9: difference yeah. straight away. His link-up play is just not good. You can't really hold the ball up. You can't yeah. play one-twos off him. But what he is good, he's, just, he's got a running behind, you know, or just running at players. But,
3: but long-term, it is an issue because we need a target man up top. We need, yeah. we need to get someone up top long-term because they might get away with it a few games this season. It's, we all know we're not gonna, you know, probably challenge and that. Well, he's, well, he's well. yeah. <laughs> We've got to be sensible. Sens- the, the, These two
7: we? main, two other main points I want to take, um, touch on before <clears throat> I put the tactics truck back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the defence. I mean, what what is going on there? You know, there were, even that. Um, there was a point in the first half where Jesus striding over a kick, and you know, he, he even charged it down with his head. Martinez, they're so fired up, aren't they?
9: Well, well. It's, yeah. Someone was saying the other day about one thing you sometimes don't don't really give most, enough credit to. You can be a good individual centre half, but it's partnerships that, that yeah, usually yeah. get them going. You know, mm. you can't play well. You know, you've got to, you've got to be able to complement one another. You think of all the best United partnerships. we were never two similar centre halves. It was always a, a Bruiser. I know I'm one a bit more an elegant sort of you know player of the ball, and I think that's yeah. what's working. Having mean, a settled back five is obviously massively helping as well. Not changing people, and well, that, you know, yeah. massive credit has to go to the full backs as well because lot was never my cup of tea, but he's improved massively defensively. They put a great ball in today, yeah. and Malacia looks like he's just born to defend. The he, like? so aggressive,
3: right? yeah, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. Really good. But you can see the diff- the difference, because I mean, how many games is that now? Five in a row they have played yeah. now, like as that, and you can see all the, they all know where they need to be now. Yeah, and even when like like you saw the other night, when it goes out for a corner or uh, or a goal yeah. kicker, even they're all fucking high fiving each other and that, and you won't see that
7: and the second one
3: you know which I wanted to come to
7: I mean, I mean this is this is my observation you know from the past three and four games you know I feel like we've got a lot more know-how you know last year when even when like the Atletico Madrid game when we didn't play too badly last year was so predictable yet now you know you saw Christian Eriksen running behind for that third goal completely out of position you saw Fred come on playing about a number 10 in a certain role that has you know Haggard notice needed? Part of the pitch that needed cover. I, so, I think what's
9: worked so well. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we said in the pass? that you know, you get a ball from the back four, and then we're so slow to get it forward. And I would I, I worry about whether they could play together. But the last few games, you've seen that bit of a link up between Eriksson and Fernandes a few times in a row, yeah, yeah. and they find each other, and you get the ball from there to there, and there straight away. And I think that's massively helped this year because you've got to get the ball forward quickly. I mean, Martínez can pass through yeah, that. Line. Yeah. Had, yeah. Just on
3: the thread point, he he up he's not so well, even. He's not even a defensive midfielder, Fred. Anyway, he likes he being was, further yeah, up yeah, the pitch, yeah. so you can see the difference. I there, he was, yeah, he was. He, he, yeah. You know, he,
7: he um, nipped a few balls off of Arsenal players when he came yeah. on. really um, possession.
10: Yeah. You, know? you do wonder how our our spending so much time on the pitch. You know, let's see, let's not forget, you know, where he's come from.
6: Yeah. Um, Damn <laughs> that. Yeah. And
10: <laughs> obviously, I think everyone expected him maybe to be taken off today when. Instead it was Sancho, but you know at the same time fair play to the manager because we were over, being overrunning midfield. So you know we basically shoved another midfielder in there, didn't we? To sit well, to shore it up, and we I think we scored straight after it, anyway, didn't we? Yeah. We got the third either goal. Even last
9: few games, or oh, not Like I said, we've still not got that control. Southampton have plenty of ball. Leicester have plenty of ball. Yeah. Arsenal. Have plenty of ball. I can't remember De Gea making that many saves in three no. games. No, you know, no. And, and, no. and normally, today, no. he either pulls you out of the shit, or you know. Yeah, no, Le-
10: Leicester was definitely the same. For for you know for what happened during the game in terms of possession was pretty even but n- neither side really created much and today was exactly the same but yeah. if, you can, if you can
9: suddenly now build on it so you can get a bit more control maybe when Casemiro does come in you know if you're conceding so few chances when they have got the ball you're going to concede even less when they've got less of the ball you know so yeah. it's a good a, pla- if you try a good defence yeah. is a good
7: platform if you try and touch on the differences between last season you know that aggression in defence it's like you yeah. know even when um, an opposition player has got his back to go like a winger comes to the ball is on his heels yeah, Delots yeah. on his heels you know it's infectious. Has, very they're infectious. following him up aren't they a couple and of them it's players saying. it's very infectious yeah, for everyone yeah. else you, saw, Jay, you
3: saw Jesus like, I thought he was brilliant today to be fair and but they handled him really well because yeah. they were getting you in on him straight away. Like I'm not going to <laughs> I'm just saying, as it is, I'm afraid that's the, the way it is. It, was, it, was, it an was, injury, was him and yeah, Martinez, they were at yeah. each other, uh, you was, know, yeah.
9: he, was, he was trying to elbow him and <laughs> get him sent off. <laughs> Fucking Catholic churches don't <laughs> praise <laughs> Jesus as much yeah. as you've yeah. done
3: today. I'm <laughs> not Gary Neville, mate.
7: no, so. it was a great game, and you know, I'm absolutely buzzing after that. I'm unfortunately I missed the Liverpool game because I was on holiday, and it was great to see a United team after watching 12 months of absolute. Cowards, you know, and and that's not a a word that, you know, it, it's it's not harsh, is it?
10: No, but again, but is it because it's Arsenal? Is it because it was Liverpool two weeks ago? We've got to follow. We've got to state the obvious. Obviously, Palace next week. Before that, obviously a Champions League game, uh, not Champions League, Europa League game, and he's going to mix it up. You know, it's going to be a, you'd expect it to be a completely different team on Thursday, wouldn't you? But then we've got to follow it up in the league at Palace. Um, it, they're, the, they're the games where, like Leicester, okay, you could say we're, we're you know, we're a bit lucky. We, we, we won one-nil, um, good goal. But you know, we're, again, we rode our luck a little bit. But at the same time, the head didn't make too many saves. But it's okay at Old Trafford turning up on a Sunday afternoon against an Arsenal side, top of the league, plenty of history. You know, the place bouncing. That's all very well. But we, we still rode our luck. And that, 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 that game today could have, could have ended up very differently.
7: Yeah, I, I do agree. And you know. Despite what you know, Bloomy, what I said about Bloomy, you know, Arsenal did play quite well, didn't they? They are a good team, man. Absolutely,
10: yeah. Yeah. Not top yeah. for no reason after five games. Exactly. Um, you, just you, know. got,
3: you just got to give credit where it's due, but I'm glad we fucking we exposed them still in the end. So that's the main thing. Yeah.
7: yeah. I just liked that second mm. half, like um, the way we attacked. It was, it was like it just wasn't one dimensional anymore. You know, where we're all in the same positions and. But uh, in the first you know, ten minutes, freedom, we, we, yeah. didn't get,
10: yeah. we didn't get we didn't get half in the first no. ten minutes of that second half. No. So we had to bide our time and, and dig in, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. which is fine. You know, yeah. you have to dig in against good teams. You have to suffer sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
7: yeah. No, that's great. So just lastly, where do you think we're going this year? You know,
10: uh, I just uh, I think Bloomy mentioned title race, didn't he? Something. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> where are we going? yeah Top four, still got to be the target, hasn't it? We've got we've got to close that thirty odd point gap from you know Liverpool, City, what it was last year. Uh, You know, I'm not going to stand here and say I'm happy with with a 15 point gap from those two, but at the same time, let's be realistic. We're not going to be. I don't think we're going to be going into Easter, you know, contending for the league title, are we? So I think closing that gap to 15 points, and obviously a pot's going to be you know very important potentially. But we're hard to beat, so. Yeah, you know, Cups, is a, you know, Yeah, um, so Villa, you know Villa in Villa in the third round of the of the League Cup is that part of the last game maybe second to last game yeah. before the World Cup, mm. and then we cu- the no. next round of the League Cup again and then before, back, before Boxing Day, don't we? So it's all, it's going to be a strange season anyway, but yeah, that's that's a game yeah. and
3: straight away you want to get through obviously and play your fringe players like some Maguire. Yeah, I think <laughs> baby step wise, I think you're looking at four and I really. Do believe we've got a good chance in Europa this year? I think yeah. they've got to really go, really go balls deep in that. And
7: with you know, so, with the amount of good teams in the Premier League, you know, yeah. you've seen Brighton thrashing another team today again. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, um, as well as the, the top six, which are all yeah. going to be competing for that top four. It's I, not something we can turn our. I do, about, I
3: do really fancy us Europa League wise this year. So I think we've, yeah. I think we've got a decent like chance in that. So I think they've got to really concentrate on that, and maybe uh, obviously. Domestic Cups as well Yeah,
9: yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm not one to get Carried away But I fancy us for all four and, pos- <laughs> and possibly The World Cup as well um, I don't know You know what No one really stands out here, As much as City almost They almost look now Like the team that Obviously he's a brilliant idea But they, they look like The team we've said We didn't want United to be They've lost that ability Where, every, where everyone No but where, where Everyone else scores goals yeah. Now suddenly They've got a focal point Where he's going to be The only one who scores goals And they, they will win the league Liverpool aren't really Impressing mate but it's going to be tough Because I've been watching All the top six this year There's going to be a knife Decent side would finished sixth It doesn't look like There's going to be a capitulation So between I think Second and sixth I don't think there'll be that much um, Liverpool don't quite look The same side But you never know do you But Yeah Win the lot <laughs> 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 well, So what's our run of fixes now then We've got Is Palace it? away so Palace, leads, Palace so away so Leeds so at home to Yeah know. well apart from The poverty mm-hmm. pot got, We've got, <laughs> a we've lead, got don't Palace don't. In a in league We've got Palace away Leeds at home City mm-hmm. away So nine points yeah, at least, i was thinking
7: content. <laughs> no, it's been great um, today. I've really enjoyed myself.
1: So <laughs> can't wait till we
9: lose yeah, yeah. one nil. <laughs> <shitty. laughs> in terms
7: of man of the match, I knew you're having.
9: Uh, I, yeah, I thought Eriksson was was absolutely brilliant. Fernandes notes are really good, but if Rashford scores two and sets one up, you've kind of got to give it in But I don't know. So I think Eriksson changed the game. I, I, I'm going to give it Eriksson.
3: Eriksson for me. For me. Uh, Bruno.
9: Yeah,
7: Bruno. Yeah, 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 he played well. Um, no, I, I think I'll probably go for the butcher. To be <laughs> honest, I think Martinez is brilliant again. You know, he's just—he's he, like—he he's, sets the tone it's for the cool, for yeah, the yeah, side. Yeah, and I, cool. I absolutely love it. Love watching him play. It, it really is a, a pleasure at the start of this season. One thing I will say is, though, obviously Ericsson was um, kept things ticking over again. Um, but I, I, I thought I think Rashford deserves a bit of credit today. You know, because it didn't go for him all game, but. You know, when he moved into his, you know, preferred position and he was, you know, those runs inside, I I think he's absolutely lethal at them. You know, he might not be a greatest finisher, you know, and he can work on that and, you know, other parts of his game and, you know, leave things going. But I love that running behind. I, I do think he's he, he's got it absolutely to perfection. It's a really good weapon for United over the course of the year. So. so celebration
10: yeah. was interesting. <clears throat> Why would he do? On his knees, like, praying. Was he? To the skies. Never done right. that before, honestly, yeah. Mm. you see it. Yeah. But anyway. I'm trying to think if we bought anyone that's... Converted
7: him to religion. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. He's Martinez, <laughs> possibly. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: No, thanks to everyone that bought the mag. Um, it was a, it's a lot better selling in a, you know when people are coming out of the mood, um, ground in a good mood. I could feel really feel that today, and it was um, it was a good day. All in all, yeah. Okay, thanks everybody. Cheers.